program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to talk from the inside of sports. It's time for G. Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and co-host Micah Warren. We'll talk to and about players, front office personnel, agents, and the newsmakers in and around sports. Now, here are your hosts, G. Cobb and Micah Warren. G. Cobb with you on voiceamerica.com, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, uh, Micah Warren. And how are you doing, Micah? I'm doing well. How about yourself, G.? Doing great, doing great. I know you're uh, enjoying Cape Cod up there, huh? I am. I'm, I'm hanging out up here. I've been on vacation all week. I got to tell you, I love it. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's I, I say, you know, the um, the Eagles have been practicing, and uh, it, it's uh, been a lot of things happening, of course. Uh, and we got to start. We're going to talk about a number of things. Uh, we'll start off talking about Brian Westbrook. Talk about the yeah. Brian Westbrook injury uh, and the surgery and everything. We'll talk about uh, Donovan McNabb and. Uh, uh, the talk of him uh, getting some interest uh, or talking to the Eagles about contract-wise and that this has been going on all along. And we'll talk about the young players and how they're coming along and all of that. But let's start talking about Brian Westbrook. So Brian Westbrook yeah. had surgery today. Uh, I heard, uh, you know, I'm uh, listening to uh, Andy Reid, and he was talking about how um, this surgery uh, was going to work out and everything and that they took a couple of uh, bone fragments out of, uh, out of his ankle, out of, uh, in fact, out of uh, uh, Brian West, Westbrook's ankle, something that I have had done myself. I had my ankle cleaned out, uh, but, of course, I had it cleaned out right after the season. Uh, right. I, I don't remember. I, I know I was playing with the Eagles. I think it was after my first year with the Eagles. So I had my ankle cleaned out, uh, and it was no problem. But the, the thing is, if he had, a done, had this done right after the season was over, that would be one thing, but getting it done at this time uh, could be problematic. So uh, the thing that I see is um, the, the doctor said two to three months. Two to yeah. three months. And who knows how quickly he will heal. I don't know. You don't know. The doctor doesn't know. But right. uh, we got ourselves a problem. How do you feel about it? Man, gee, we've been talking about this for several weeks. I just think they're so thin at the position. And this is what happens when you go in thin. When you have a guy who's an elite back, but he does. He has had injury issues, and now, now what? You know, what if he's and, and gee, it's not even when he comes back. When is he right again? You know, the, the difference between him getting on the field and and being the Brian Westbrook that we've known are two different things. So, so when does that happen? And the Eagles, and you mentioned this on the site today uh, on gcob.com, they do need to add one or two veteran running backs. Somebody, they need some kind of an insurance policy because Lashawn McCoy is a rookie. We don't know if he can pick up the blitz. That's Booker, right. I don't think anybody's high on. Do you want to you want to rely on Leonard Weaver as a fullback to be your tailback? I don't think so. Yeah, they yeah. they need some kind of an insurance policy. We don't know when Westbrook's going to be right again. This is exactly why, and I think you hinted this today too, is that Buck Halter should have never gone. Yep. If you Buck know, Halter's still there, are you are you nearly as worried? No. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't a you know. 
Uh, it wasn't kind of thing where he's making a lot of money, you know? Yeah, he's a backup running back. What were they paying him? You know, it wasn't much. And he knew the system. So now, it, you know, it, you, you can almost argue that it's better this happened in June because if you do bring somebody in, at least hopefully they can get up to speed by training camp. Um, yeah, and, and then you, who knows? You can make a mistake and, and you need to cut the guy. Yeah. You, know, you, you could bring a guy in and, and find out, well, he doesn't have anything left. We need to cut him. <laughs> yeah. As you introduce the caliber, whoever it is. Well, come on. Uh, we're talking about veteran guys. Let's, let's be serious. So it's the kind of thing where, you know, we, we may need to cut him. Uh, so, you know, we need to go ahead and do that and yeah. do it now, you know. So, yeah, and, and uh, Eagles have had success with that in the past. I mean, Chris Warren did a good job in 2000. Uh, remember, I think he had 85 yards against the Buccaneers in the, play, uh, the uh, wild card game that year. He was serviceable. But he yeah, proved well, you, you, get, you get a veteran guy in that they can do the job. Yeah, you know, especially the thing is they're not going to hurt you. Uh, you know, they, they might not make a lot of big plays. Of course, they're not, you can't expect them to do as much as, as Westbrook. But the thing that they're not going to do is they're not going to hurt you. Right. And the, the thing is you could wind up getting hurt if you, um, if you don't make it a point, you know, to, uh, to, to kind of cover your behind, you know. And, you know, and the thing about it is, uh, and, and this is where we're getting into this pride factor is, you know, Andy gets, you know, they get set in his ways where, look, it's not going to matter if you get this guy. It's not a, you know, it's not a major expenditure. No. But you're covering your behind. Like, like going out getting a guy that can catch a punt. You know, you, you don't need a, you don't need a guy to, that's got to return the punt. But we're not going to let ourselves get beat by that, you know. Yeah, get a guy that can catch it. He doesn't have to return it. Even with Reno Mahe, and I know he got criticized heavily, but... He, he didn't get to beat. He, he didn't get to beat. He, you know? he caught the ball. He always he caught the ball. And, that, and that's the way, or for, for that matter, uh, you're going out and you're going to get a, a fullback. I mean, you might not get an all-pro fullback, but you've got a guy that on short yardage, he knows which guy he's got. He knows that when he's running the sweep, he has an idea of where the back is going. He knows he's done this before. So he's at least going to give himself a chance where that guy's not going to be coming scot-free in to make the tackle. But right. if, if you're going to put a, a, a defensive tackle back there, then there are going to be times initially where, you know, the, the hole is over here. He goes somewhere else. Westbrook's going into the hole with nobody in front of him. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, and that is uh, what Andy needs to avoid. And, and this situation right here, because I can tell you with uh, Westbrook, and I was looking at him last year, I'm going, like, Westbrook is getting near the end. And people are going, no, you don't, can't say that about Westbrook. I said, look, can't you see the guy? He, when he comes out to practice, he's hurting. He's still hurting from last week. Right, right. When your body stops recovering quick enough for the next game, your body's telling you, look, you can't keep doing this. You know, that's what's not really that complicated. No, and we saw that last year. I mean, and you mentioned this again on gcob.com, I think, today. What they had in Westbrook for that NFC Championship game was nothing. Even in the playoffs, other than the play against the Vikings, the, the big catch and run, yeah. he, he didn't give you much of anything. And it's a shame to watch him, but he couldn't hit the holes right at that point. Well, you so, know, and really, if you take away Westbrook's quickness and his speed and his ability to move and everything, what do you have? It's like Allen Iverson. It's the same thing as Allen Iverson. Yeah, Once same thing. You've got goes, a smallest guy, he... You know, it's not like he's a power guy, you know, where he can change and do some different things because he's got size. No, he relies on his quickness. He relies on his speed. That is what he is. And, you know, and, and that, that's it. And if, uh, if he doesn't have that, then he's not the same player. And, and you know, and, and see, 
you know, there, there gets to be one of these things around here where everybody gets to have these these man crushes around here, you know. Yeah, we're talking. I, Dawkins is the perfect example, Jake. Yeah, I mean, with all due respect, you know, uh, you know, everybody, you know, everybody wants to go after McNabb, but see, he played a position which, you know, you know, well, when he was getting hurt, yeah, we start saying the same thing about him. When he started getting hurt, you know, you got to have a guy who's got to be able to stay healthy. But when you're talking about running back, you're talking about somebody who has got to be able to run. Their legs are what it's all about, especially if they're the smallest guy. Once the legs go, guess what? I can't play the game anymore. No, and that's everything. And, again, it's a shame because nobody wants to see the end of Westbrook. And, and you know what, we're not necessarily saying that's the case. But either way, it's in the discussion now. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's getting near near the case. So, you know, it's not there. Well, we hope it's not. We don't know that he'll ever play another down. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, sure. I mean, that's always the case. He had knee surgery, and now he's having ankle surgery. And he's a running back. And he's, he's a veteran running back. He's a guy who was the smallest guy who's, who's got a great deal of, he's got a deal of, uh, you know, a bit of uh, mileage on him, you know. So, um, 30. He'll be 30 when the season starts. And that's just, you know, you hate to say it, but it's, it's a position that, especially when you're undersized, take a pounding. It's, you know, it's nobody's fault. It is what it is. But, you know, that, and like we said before, you, you, they got a plan. I, I would want to see them plan as though they're not even going to have him all year. Make that plan. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think you know, he'll come in and play for sure. But if you plan for the worst, then at least you're ready, and now you don't have Leonard Weaver as your, your main tailback. You know, because you, 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 you were, you're counting on a guy that, you know, turned out it didn't come back. And, you know, you have a guy like Booker that can't block anybody. You, will, you know, McCoy, it's, it's unfair to ask that much of him his rookie year. It's really unfair to ask him to replace Brian Westbrook his rookie year. And that's, that's a lot. And like you've said before, Jay, they've got him learning everything. But Sean McCoy, I think he's learning the, the position of punter. They got him learning so much. Well, you know, you know the, the thing the thing about that is, um, you know, uh, it, it, because of Westbrook and the things they asked him to do, you know, they asked, they've asked him to do a lot of things. Uh, because they asked Westbrook to do a lot, you know, um, uh, they have him moving outside and, 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 and blocking people out there and, you know, and doing a lot of different things like that. So uh, that's why, you know, it's, it's a lot, lot to ask, you know. Oh, and, and you better believe, and you, I know you know this, I mean, this is the difference between a deep run in the playoffs and maybe not making them. You know, even if you don't have Westbrook and everything he brings, you've got to at least have a capable backup plan. They don't run it that often, and I know they ask Westbrook to do a lot. You've got to have some kind of plan in place. You can't throw the whole season away because you counted on Westbrook and he wasn't able to come in and do the things you thought he was going to do. You just can't. Not with Donovan's age. You know, you just can't. So you hope that they're making some kind of plans, you know, some kind of insurance. Yeah, you, uh, you hope so uh, because uh, without a question, you know, the, the, the things that Westbrook – has been doing. He's really taken the place of three three people. You know, he's the number one runner. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the third down back who comes out of the backfield. In fact, second down, he's your pass receiving back. Uh, you know, it's not where you had a guy that's a pounder. Then you got a guy that comes out of the backfield and catches the ball. Then they they will move him outside. You know, like a wide receiver. You know, to uh, to be the number one threat. You know, sometimes there they probably won't do it as much now, being that you've got a guy like Deshaun Jackson. And 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 uh, Kevin Curtis would get healthy and 
you got uh, Macklin. But they would move him out and make him the number one feature in the, in the passing attack, which is a lot to, to ask of a guy. And then at, on top of all that, he would have to pick up the blitz. He got he got to pick up the blitz out of the you know in the backfield. He's you know I mean come on. And early on he was returning punts too. <laughs> I mean hey, the guy the guy's an absolute superstar. He's elite. You love him. He's, well, he's one, let's slow up. He was. That, that's my point. It, 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 there was a point when you could. There was a time when you could argue he was at least a top three league. back, if you, not one of the top two backs in the league. Or, or the most valuable player in the league. You, you definitely could have said that about him. Right. But, that's the thing about running back is it's fleeting. It goes by so fast, especially with the fact that they were asking him. They got him out there playing hurt because they don't want to play Correll Buckhalter. They could have played Buckhalter more. Come on. Yeah, Buck's a nice player. Look, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Buck. I really am, especially everything he's gone through. And he still had – he's still got a little burst to him. Yep. Well, we we got to go. Uh, we'll be back in a second. Talking about the Eagles uh, – Brian Westbrook, the surgery. We'll talk about that a little bit more on the other side. Cobb uh, in the house on voiceamerica.com. We'll be back with Cinema. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you're not facing your mortgage issues, this can be the most terrifying sound in the world. It means you've fallen behind. It means hope is dwindling. It means you're another call closer to losing your home to foreclosure. Fortunately, there's hope. If you need real help and guidance, call 1-888-995-HOPE. That's 1-888-995-4673. Because nothing is worse than doing nothing. A public service announcement brought to you by NeighborWorks, the Ad Council, and this station. Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective that'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Owen Hodge Show. Following commercial is sponsored by FeedThePig.org, an organization devoted to helping you save money. We will not entice you with messages like lowest prices in town, dealer approved, certified pre-owned, no obligation consultation, nor will we brag about our huge selection, enormous variety, one-stop shopping, everything under one roof. 
or promise. Prices reduced up to 75%. A sale like this can't go on forever. Factory liquidation. Financing options available. We will offer no contingencies like... See store for details. Prices and participation may vary. Legal exclusions apply. No purchase necessary. We'll try to convince you that our product will give you... Cleaner, tighter abs in minutes. A perfect smile. Porcelain veneers. Freedom from those painful, embarrassing bunions. Because we simply want to help you spend smarter and save better. Log on to FeedThePig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G-Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G-Cobb in the house. G-Cobb with you on G-Cobb in the house on voiceamerica.com, and I'm talking to my co-host, Michael Warren, as uh, we see ourselves with uh, maybe Eagles having to play a while without Brian Westbrook. And, you know, the the thing about uh, this situation with Westbrook is that uh, it is a good thing from the standpoint that you're going to have these rookies, and uh, you got uh, uh, LaShawn McCoy is going to have to – learn the system faster, and, and it's good for him. The thing about it is you still don't know that he'll be ready at the start of the season. Who knows? Maybe he'll be ready to do more during the season. But if you're going to think you're going to say, well, hey, you're the guy. You know, <laughs> that's Bad a idea. lot to ask, you know. That is a lot to ask, uh, especially at a position because, and like we said before, it's not just line up and run. No. No. We need you to catch. We need you to run. We need you to line up at this receiver spot. No, this receiver spot. They ask a lot. They and ask they just, all of that, and that's why you know he's got to learn all those different positions. And I see him. You know, <laughs> you can see in the helmet where, where you see he's uh, he's kind of uh, you know swimming. He's swimming. You know, and has, doesn't know whether he's coming or going. Right. Um, but you know now now some other places. Uh, it's kind of funny. I saw, you know, Kevin Curtis kind of trying to work himself out there some today. Not to do the live drills, because he's really not ready to do that. Mm-hmm. But he's just working himself out there to, uh, to be able to do some things. And the funny thing about it is, you know he's seeing the kid out there catching balls, uh, Jeremy Macklin. Right. And uh, he's feeling the pressure already. And he probably already knows he's not going to be around in next year. He. If if he if he knows the Eagles system, he knows that you know for him to be Brown in next year, he's got to have a Pro Bowl year just about. Yeah, and I don't think either of us see that happening. I mean, even gee, if you remember what they signed him in '07, I remember at the time thinking, "Wow, that's a lot of money for a slot guy and out of character for the Eagles." Who? Well, you know, well they, so got they got caught. They got caught. They didn't expect to lose uh, uh, Stallworth. Uh, Stallworth. They didn't expect to lose him and. Uh, you know, uh, they tried to lowball him, and, and he, he slipped out of town on him. And, uh, you know, you notice it's never the Eagles' fault. If they lose somebody, they wanted to keep. 
No, it's not their fault. No, it's always it's always the agent, you know, or, or it's uh, you know like uh, something, you know, they uh, they never will sit there and just <laughs> take responsibility. And say, hey, you know, uh, when it, when in some cases they they really didn't want a guy. Which uh, the more I talk think about it with the, with Dawkins, I think I, I don't think they wanted Dawkins. I don't think I don't so either. And again, sentimental. You want to say, yeah, we'd love to have you. He was he was becoming a liability. It's not his fault. Gee, as you always say, Father Time yep. always wins. Yep, Father Time. Especially at that position, you can't because, and we've we've talked about this before. One of the things Jim Johnson can't have is the big play. They'll let you they'll let you walk up and down the field. They'll tighten up in the twenties, obviously. They'll let you walk up and down the field. They don't want that big play. When you have a safety that can't run, you know you saw what they did to Michael Lewis. Yeah, what, what, giving think, up big think about think, think about it last year, uh, that Giant game. Uh, the Giants had Dawkins beat. Remember. Peyton just couldn't get. In, I mean, they started off the game. They could have started off the game with a quick touchdown. They had, I think, it was Steve Smith had him open down the sideline. Yeah, and Smith. Dog couldn't get there, but he, he just he couldn't get the ball to him. And, yeah, well, you know, and everybody said, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. And even was it the game before the Hickson that dropped the ball? Yeah, that's right. In, that's right. In the regular season, he got deep, and nope. that could have changed the game. You better that could have changed it. everything. You know, and, and uh, you know, even though everybody didn't remember that, you can believe Jim Johnson looked at that and said, look, look, you know, he probably went in and said, Andy, look at this here, you know. And they didn't want to get in a position, though, where, you know, they knew the sentiment for, uh, uh, for Dawkins. But, you know, you get in a position where, look, you know, do you want to win or do you want to be uh, sentimental? And, gee, I agree with that. That's why I don't get I know the fans, there's so many fans who are outraged. How could you let Dawkins go? He's not the Dawkins that you're in love with. It's not the same guy. The guy from 99 and 2000 that was, could cover like a corner, could hit like a linebacker, that's not him anymore. It's gone. Forget it. It's, it's, yeah, it stinks. Everyone loves Brian Dawkins. Great guy, leader, this and that. But, gee, and you could talk more about this. How much of a leader can a guy be when he can't do it anymore? Well, believe me, all, all of the, uh, the players know what's happening. Right. You knew. You knew if a guy was, you know, an ex-superstar, but if you can't do it anymore, it does become tougher to lead. Yeah. You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, you always are leading by example. Yeah. Yeah, you, and, you, you really can't, uh, you know, be jumping on guys and if you're not doing the job yourself. You know, that's, you know, how can you, you know, you can't really say much. And, and not to mention, G, they gave him, what, $7 million over two years guaranteed? Yeah, come on. Uh, come on. Come on. Yep, with yeah. all due respect, yep. No, yeah, we love we love Dawkins. Everybody loves Brian Dawkins, but right now that's not market value. I believe Andy Reid did try to keep him. I mean, within reason. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I thought that you know they did, and uh, they were hoping they could keep him without you know giving up the big bucks because I, I, they probably told him, look, you know, uh, you know, there might be some times when you when you want me on the field. See? Okay, G, I'll ask you that then. You're Jim Johnson. Let's say they find a way to keep Dawkins at whatever price it is. A normal low price, whatever the Eagles find acceptable, which would be low. If you're Jim Johnson, what's your role for him had he stayed? You can't have him starting every play. No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be start, starting off the time, no. So, I mean, the whole thing of keep him, it's like it's not even – who knows how much more he'd even be on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to keep him for sentimental reasons, but God, if anybody's learned anything about the Eagles lately, it's, they, they don't care about that. They certainly don't care about that. Well, you know, now, now uh, moving, uh, moving on, okay, uh, thinking about, you know, the whole wide receiver position, 
you know, uh, Kevin Curtis isn't working. Uh, I mean, he, he's not um, he's not really working throughout the the full workouts. Uh, he's just doing some uh, stretching and and he's doing some doing a little running and he, he did a little bit more today. Um, at this present time, they have really Macklin and uh, Hank Basket splitting time at that X position. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know who the we know who the Z is. Who is the, that's the that's the flanker spot. Uh, uh, that is Deshaun Jackson by far. Uh, you know clearly they're the team's best receiver, and just uh, I, I expect a big big year out of him. He's just really looking good out there with his routes and uh, mm-hmm. his understanding of everything, and it, it just seems like uh, he's headed for a big year. But um, but with with Curtis, it's something that I, that I'm going to just keep an eye on is I want to see him out there pain free running and everything. And till I see that, uh, I'm not believing the Eagles. Uh, I don't believe everything is just so hunky dory and everything. Uh, and, and, and the longer I see him, uh, you know, not full full speed, the more you know. I'm just keeping an eye on things, you know. And I, I, that I can tell you that that. Um, okay, okay. Is, is he the big surprise cut of training camp? No, I don't think so. I, you know, I don't think so. Uh, even though if he were to be laboring. I'll tell you this. Um, I, I, you know, I still would tell you that uh, um, I'd keep an eye on him. Let's put it that way. All right, because, again, that's why it's a surprise cut, because nobody thought it was going to happen. And yeah, they happen I, all I, over I, the I'm NFL, you, you never if know. If he's but... laboring and hurting, you know, if he's still laboring and hurting, you know, it's not good. Uh, and I'll tell you, the Eagles, have, you know, they have their eye on him because, you got a veteran guy, because uh, I can tell you this: if they had somebody to replace Westbrook, do you think he would be? <laughs> do you think he would be here? You know, no. if he wasn't a good player. If, if, if they, you know, because they know that when they start talking about breaking down, come on, they, they have the statistics. And if Westbrook hadn't been so exceptional, he wouldn't have got the contract that they gave him. Remember? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. But he, he was just too good to ignore. They couldn't even sell it to the public as well. Well, nothing. The guy was a stud but, but, but at that look, point. But, but look at what you've got right now. You don't know whether he's going to come back this year. And you see that you, even though people can criticize the Eagles all they want to, you see that that's some pretty wise when you start talking about that 30 mark. You know, you better not be giving out contracts to guys with over 30 because they are getting ready to start breaking down. Yeah, especially at his size. And I mean, mileage. you know, look at it. Would, would you really be wanting to give him a, an extension? No. <laughs> right now? No, no, of course not. I wouldn't. And so, and, you know, that, so that, that's, that's the realism, and, and, and that, is, that is the business. And, you know, and, and uh, you've got to give him credit for, for knowing that and, and being uh, aware of that. Now, uh, the whole situation with Donovan McNabb. Uh, Donovan has been talking to the Eagles. You know, everybody talks about Kevin Cobb and, and I can I can see that he's out there pressing now. Kevin is, uh, even though really he should just focus on getting better and stop worrying about playing here and getting ahead of Donovan because I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, no. And and not being frustrated with that because you know his biggest thing is improve, get better. Don't be th- don't throw stupid interceptions. You know, uh, and, right. and don't don't throw bad interceptions in in in, uh, in practice. You know, get better where you don't throw any interceptions. You know, you uh, you're sharper. Get better as a player, and you know, and, and don't get into the thing where you're worried about, you know, uh, you know McNabb and, and playing ahead of McNabb, and and and, and uh, but 
but with the fact that they're talking, though, I think that that, that says something, you know, uh, which is which is going to be, you know, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it, how it turns out. But it says something that they're talking. What, what does that mean to you? Uh, I agree completely. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they're even willing to, and, and I understand, you know what, I understand the Eagles' point. Let, we'll rework the last two de- years on your deal. We'll give you some more money. But they're being careful uh, not to sign him to a, some 10-year deal where after two years he can't play anymore, and this is just what we were talking about. So I, I think they are kind of meeting him halfway. We'll get you I more think money. If he, has on a good year, if he has a good year, he'll get, he'll get a few years. Oh, yeah, yeah. If he has a good year, he'll definitely get the extension. And I think he'll, that's he'll what they're years, you know, It won't be ridiculous, but he'll get a few years, and he'll get, 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 a, get, a, get a bump. But we'll, we'll be right back with you on G Cobb in the house on voiceamerica.com. Talking about Donovan McNabb and his contract. We'll be back with you in a moment. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Discover the world's only speed training program that guarantees your athletes have their best season ever or your money back. No questions asked. Let's face it, the best athletes on any team in any sport are the fastest athletes. The team with the most speed is almost always going to be more successful. The fact that you're listening to this right now tells me that you know this is true and that your athletes are not as fast as you want them to be. But how do you make them faster? After all, like many coaches, maybe you were told that you can't teach speed, that an athlete is either born with it or they're not. Right? Wrong. Arguably the biggest myth in all of sports is that you can't teach speed or coach athletes to new levels of athletic success and performance. The level of success your athletes experience has little to do with running plays or specific ball skills. Instead, it depends entirely on your ability to teach them the one skill required to dominate every sport. Speed. Put Latif Thomas and his team to work for you. Visit CompleteSpeedTraining.com or call toll-free 877-510-3278. That's 877-510-FAST. There has never been a better time to become a videographer in the sport of hunting. And right now, you can combine everything you love about hunting with a career in television. And you can learn it at home with Brock Ray's Outdoor Videography School. Hunter and TV personality Brock Ray has put together a course taught by TV professionals. And it all comes to you in a six-DVD home set that lets you learn about this lucrative occupation on your own time. Now, get paid for the hunts you shoot. That's right, when you purchase the home study course and learn our techniques, you can submit your video to us. And if it gets chosen, your segment might appear on our nationally televised Better Built's World of Outdoors. We will pay you for using your video. Call now at 205-625-5480. We invite you to visit our website at OutdoorVideoSchool.com. Start your career in television now. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
you're joined up with G. Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free, 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G. Cobb in the house. Gary Cobb back with you uh, on uh, G. Cobb in the house, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Warren, and I know that this is kind of off the beaten track, but uh, I was going to wait until later in the show, but I got to go ahead and to uh, congratulate Micah. Uh, Micah's gotten engaged this weekend, and congratulations, uh, well, congratulations to you. I, I don't know if I say congratulations to her, Micah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, she's listening to the show. She probably thinks that's hysterical. Yeah. But, Lindsay's uh, wonderful. I love Lindsay to death, and I look forward to, uh, to, to be able to spend the rest of my life with her. That, that's great. That's great. You know, and then we'll start getting you guys down to the date and everything, you know, on future shows. We'll have everything all, you know, get that all, <laughs> get that all tied up, and we'll let everybody know when it's going to happen and where and all that. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but moving on, uh, though we were talking about Donovan McNabb and talking about his um, – you know, his contract and the fact that they were talking to him. Uh, I, I, I don't know uh, what's going to happen with this collective bargain agreement, uh, you know, that, and that's what a lot of people are, are really a, a bit um, reluctant to, to uh, tie themselves to any type of a contract when you don't know what's going to happen. And, and Joe Banner was very open. You've got to admit, Joe, uh, you know, just very straightforward uh, talking about how he doesn't uh, know what's going to happen, so they'd like to... They don't want to be, you know, overly committed either way because they want to know, well, what is going to be the best situation, you know? What is going to be the best situation for the team? What's going to be the best situation for the player? You know, you know they, they want to know that. So uh, that, that's why they haven't been as quick to, you know, try to sign these deals. But what it says, though, is that, uh, you know, I, I think the Eagles expect to make a run, and that's why you hope they do something – to shore up that running back situation. And I hope Brian Westbrook comes back healthy. I hope all of that. But, um, but gee, I'm glad you brought that up uh, real quick. It is an interesting subject, and I wanted to get your take on it, the whole, the whole notion of a possible uncapped year and no CBA. And I think a lot of people are under, you know, I think a lot of players are uninformed that they think, oh, uncapped year, awesome. There'll be cash everywhere. That's not the case. No cap means no floor. Yeah, that means no floor, and it will mean that you'll see teams like Washington will load up. You know, you know. Uh, uh, in fact, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the, the little guy down there is uh, hopes that he never gets capped so that he can just spend as much money as he wants, go for a championship, yeah. uh, because that's clearly what he does every year anyway. And, he tries. Uh, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it works out because, you know, some, you know all owners are not created equal. So there are some owners that have, you know, just, just they couldn't even count all their money. You the know, big uh, in Arizona are not going to spend. And, and you got some of these they couldn't count all their money, and they're willing to spend it. You know, and that's what you've got down in Washington. So that could be uh, something dangerous if there are guys that are out there and, are, and are available, you know, if there are quality players that are out there and available. And I'll tell you this also, and this is, this is something very interesting. Uh, Donovan uh, doesn't really want to sign a deal just yet uh, further because there are two other guys that their, their contracts are up 
in two years as well. You know what their names are? On the Eagles or not? No. There are two guys in the league whose, whose, uh, whose contracts are up in two years. Well, I've got to think it's you know, some of the elite quarterbacks, whether it's Brady or Manning. I know Manning got a $34 well, million dollar bonus about three years ago, four years ago. Bingo. You know, uh, uh, I understand that those guys are going to be looking for more money. So uh, I, I think you know, Donovan would like to be in that, in that picture where you know, uh, they would win a championship. And, of course, you know, he comes there with his... Uh, with his uh, uh, resume. And he should be. He should be in that category. He is in that category. He doesn't have the Super Bowl, but he's an elite quarterback. I don't care what anyone says. Warts and all, everybody's got their flaws. Okay, excuse me just a second. Uh, Michael, you can just keep on talking about that just a second. You got it. So, I mean, people do talk about and we did this about two weeks ago. We went through it and compared Donovan McNabb to some of the other quarterbacks in the league. I think a lot of people in Philly are always talking about, well, it's time to get rid of Donovan. It's, it's time to get rid of Donovan. What are your other options? What are you going to get? Who are you going to get? Who would you take over Donovan in the league if they were available? That's, that's the other thing. Let's say you, get, you, you can identify this guy's better. Oh, right, you go get him. Good luck. You know, Manning, Brady, then what? I don't put Carson Palmer in Donovan's category. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, see, Carson Palmer, for instance, uh, you talk about a guy, you know, and, and this is the problem I have, and this is why, you know, times are not fair to Donovan McNabb. He's had elite receivers he's thrown to, yep. you know, while he's, been, while he's been a quarterback there. And, I'm, and not that when, he, when he's, he has been healthy, he's been an outstanding quarterback. But what exactly has he done? I mean, well, the guy he, hasn't won one playoff game. Right. And, but people say, well, he's one of the elite quarterbacks or whatever. I'm saying, you know, I, I, and that's when I say, you know, that is just not fair. There's no, no way in the world. I mean, no accomplishments. And even, uh, you know, they give Manning a pass when it comes to being a playoff quarterback because he might be the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. I mean, uh, eventually we see what stats he has because right. he is great during the regular season. During the playoffs, look at his stats. He is not a good quarterback. He, he's, been, he's, been a great, he's been that great quarterback in one game. He was great. In that game uh, that they played New England and they, they beat, yeah. uh, I mean, not New England, yeah, they beat New, New England and they got yeah. uh, the, the, uh, the trip to the Super Bowl. He was great in that game, uh, but it, also in that game, you know, he threw an interception for a touchdown. It was one of the reasons they got behind, and he had a lot of run support in that game. But he, but he had a good game in that game. But there's he so did. many other games, playoff games, where he was horrible. Horrible. Well, gee, okay, I don't personally, I don't judge quarterbacks based on wins because I think teams win games, not quarterbacks, so I think that's unfair. But if you're going to apply it to Donovan, then apply it to Carson Palmer. Apply it to all the one-and-dones Peyton yep. had. Donovan's never been one-and-done, yep. never, in the playoffs. Peyton Manning's done it about four or five times. Yep. I mean, you know, and, and, and you know, if you're going to call all the way down the line, then call all the way down the line. I mean, but, but you have some of this stuff. And, 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 and really – uh, I agree with you in that the teams win championships. You know, I really appreciate it. Uh, and, and, in fact, I'm going to write something about the, what I see out of Kobe Bryant and what Donovan's got to learn to play that, which is Donovan hasn't been talking, okay? Hasn't been talking. Right. Isn't it a good atmosphere where the talk is about football? It's about stuff that, that pertains to the team. It's about stuff that's going to help the team either win or not. You know, yeah, is it a big deal with Westbrook? Yeah, that's a big deal because that's serious about football, not some nonsense about somebody said, somebody was looking this way, somebody likes me, somebody doesn't. Who cares? That nonsense that so much of conversation 
in Philadelphia that I think is a, you know, it's good when he doesn't even say anything. So it can't be drawn to, well, did you see how Donovan was looking? You see the way he said that? I think he feels this way. You know, all of this stuff. I, I think I'm looking at that show um, that's on HBO. What is it? Treatment? In Treatment? Uh, yeah, that's on the uh, on demand. Yeah, uh, well, it's on on regular uh, HBO, you know, all the time. You know, in okay. treatment, so, somebody's sitting on the couch. I don't care about that. You know, the, the thing is, uh, if he will come out and he'll do like he's doing, which is don't talk too much. Focus on football. That's the only thing that's gonna. You know, you can't say the right thing until you win a championship. Anyway, can't say the right thing. Now, and you, you, you've talked about this. We've talked about this a lot, and you talk about it a lot on gcob.com. There's nothing he can say that's not going to just be skewered. It's, if everything's going to be, well, I can't believe this. And, and I think my favorite question to Donovan of all time was, do you consider yourself a true Philadelphian? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? He's like, well, I'm from Chicago. And he answered it kind of awkwardly. I'm like, oh. And I knew they were going to rip him for that. He's yeah, well, he is. Because he's not. He's not. You know, he's not. <laughs> Come on. He's playing football. You know, he's a football and, player. And really, uh, and but 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 really, the the essence of it is who who cares. The, you know? You're exactly right. Who cares? And you know what? I know he's got a great PR guy in Richburg, and I'm I'm sure at some point they both just agreed. Look, I'm not just I'm just not saying anything until I absolutely have to. Yeah. There's no good that comes of it. And he should only talk about stuff that pertains to football. If somebody asks him about all that other stuff. If they want to talk to him about, like, he wants to talk about, you know, who's going to win the, uh, the championship, yeah, he could talk about that. He's better off doing that. But don't talk hurt. about stuff like, you know, like you said, the stuff where you can't win. Do you really feel like a real, that you really care? Do you think they really care about, oh, come on, look. Because whatever you, you get caught answering questions like that, you're falling into the trap. And so then you got these fake, uh, a lot of this phony sports coverage. Because that's really phony. And, Gee, you made a great point about a year ago. Um, when, when Chad Johnson was acting up, did you hear anybody question Carson Palmer's leadership? Nobody. When, when Jay Cutler acted up, they blamed McDaniel. Yeah. You know if Don, Donovan did anything. Well, he did do the one thing, which was all he did was happen to be on the team while Terrell Owens was there mouthing off. Yeah. And the question is leadership. He's got to step in and shut him up. Nobody ever said that about Carson Palmer. Well, look at Look at Brandon Marshall. Somebody, w w w if Cutler was still there, we'd go like, you know, Brandon Marshall, you know, Cutler's got straightened out Brandon Marshall. What, what do you want me to do? Walk around with the guy when he's over there attacking his girlfriend? What, what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. Personal security. It's just, it's such a double standard. I, got, I, I really don't know what it is. I mean, part of it could have just be Philadelphia. That yeah, it well, doesn't matter who's there. And if Cobb wants it, Cobb White, you want it next? Good, because you're next. <laughs> where you can't say or do anything right. I just don't remember. I mean, did they get on Randall this bad? I know he well, was criticized. I mean, everyone's got their critics. You know, I, I hate to say it, but really, you know, you can point the finger at, you know, the station I work at. And in a lot of ways, uh, you know, and, and you know what? You see this on cable television. Uh, because what happens on cable television is they don't have enough things all the time. So the, sometimes the stuff is trivial. But they got to fill up the time. you got to feed the monster. And so times you wind up just grabbing the first, you know, the nearest guy you can find out and go after him, you know. But anyway, we'll continue on G Cobb in the house where we're talking about the Eagles. And when we come back, we'll be talking about uh, next week. 
uh, what's going to happen, and Betty is, of course, getting ready for training camp. We'll talk about all that with you on Cobb in the House. We'll be back with you in a moment. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Are you currently having trouble paying your mortgage? Are you in an adjustable rate mortgage or possibly in foreclosure? If you've been late once, have already received a letter from your lender with intent to foreclose, or even have a sheriff's sale notice, you need to contact the professionals at New Hope Modifications. They are experts in helping people behind on their mortgage, in foreclosure, or even who are on time, but know that rate will be adjusting and will cause them problems in the future. Call New Hope Modifications today at 888-NO-DEBT-9. That's 888-663-3289 and talk to one of their modification experts. New Hope is staffed with professionals that have years of experience in customer service and the mortgage industry. Our branch managers take pride in giving every customer the attention and support that they may need in this crucial time of their life. You are not alone, and New Hope is the company that you can trust to help you save your home or assist in getting you a payment you can handle. Give them a call right now at 888-663-3289. Again, that number, 888-663-3289, and put your trust in New Hope. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up up. or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G. Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G. Cobb in the house. G. Cobb, with you, uh, back with you on G. Cobb in the house and... Uh, my co-host Michael Warren and I were talking about the uh, the birds, and uh, as they uh, prepare for the season, you know, uh, 
other than the Westbrook thing, which is a, a big issue, uh, they have some other injuries. Uh, and, and really, if you look at their team, you see the workouts, you're going like, a lot of injuries out here. You got uh, Stacey Andrews coming off the knee injury. You know, mm-hmm. He's not practicing yet. Uh, not full goal. Uh, you got uh, uh, Harriman had, uh, I think, might have had his knee or ankle. I think it was knee. He might have had his knee cleaned out. Uh, he's not going all the time. He's going, doing some stuff. But, you know, the, the linemen, this isn't a, a lot for them to do anyway. So we got Harriman. He had surgery. Uh, of course, we talked about Curtis, who had surgery. Let's see, uh, big Max Gene Gillis uh, had surgery with his ankle, and he's not going all out. And Sean uh, Andrews is coming off a season where he played, what, two games? What's that? <laughs> Sean Andrews played two games last year. <laughs> and, he has, and we don't know where he is mentally. That's right. So that, throw that one in there, too. Yeah, so you, you got all of that, and uh, you got a lot of guys banged up, man. You, 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 uh, you don't realize it, and, and really, I guess most of them are on the opposite side of the ball, huh? You know? Yeah, and, and this is where you this is where it comes into play where you hope Andy Reid has done a good job drafting depth. Other than Winston Justice, who I know you're a huge fan of. So obviously <laughs> other than him, yeah, they got some depth on that line though. You, I, I like Gene Gillis. I thought he got better uh, right before he got hurt, he was starting to really yeah, get better. Nick yeah, Cole he, came he, in he, and did a good he, job. Better. That's right. And and you know, they have guys with experience and uh, they can play multiple positions, that sort of thing. Of course Nick Cole. Mike uh, McGlynn, I don't know where he is right now, but you know, guys like King Dunlop or whatever. It, you, you never know with those guys, but you hope they've done a good job drafting. Because this is injuries will derail you before you even get started. Yeah. And that's where depth is huge, especially on those lines. And Andy Reid, as we know, that is philosophy number one and two, build on the lines. Obviously, quarterback in there too, but they love their linemen. Yeah, and, and you know, when you think about the game, of course, it's, uh, it's important. It, it, it does keep, I think, some consistency. Uh, that otherwise, you know, you wouldn't have if you, you know, if you're, you're hurting on the lines. Uh, it's good to see, you know, uh, we'll, we'll be able to see, the, uh, learn a lot about the line once they get and they start working with the pads when they get in the training camp, and right, we'll be able to see a lot more with that. Um, but uh, right now, uh, just looking at the guys, you know, it looked like they, you know, uh, pretty much, uh, you know, kind of, kind of uh, getting into shape and everything, and and uh, you know, of course, they got them out there doing all kind of different types of drills and. Right, right. Now, Rick Borkhalter's got uh, guys uh, doing their uh, rehabilitation drills and stuff, so uh, that goes on right during practice. And uh, but uh, I, I think that, you know that you can feel it. There's a lot of excitement. Uh, I think that uh, I'm glad that they made the move they made on special teams, even though I don't know why they moved the special team coach to defensive line coach now. Ugh. What does this guy know about defensive line? I'm really concerned about that because when you think about it, you know Sean McDermott, he knows. He coached linebacker, and he also coached secondary. Uh, you know, at, he also coached uh, you know at, at, at the defensive backfield, but he hasn't coached on the defensive line. So what do they do? They go get a guy who hasn't coached on the defensive line, basically a guy from the back side of the mountain. Uh, they see can't cut the mustard as as a special team coach, and they stick him in as a defensive line coach. Now, if Jim Johnson was there, you know, it wouldn't matter because. Jim's coaching the defensive line too, anyway. Sure, but but without him there, now this guy got to coach the defensive line. It's not, it's not, it's not a good thing, you know. I I don't like that, you know. But you know, what's what's gee? You got to tell me what's he done. And another question after that. First of all, what's Rory Seagrass really done 
I don't get why he was even coaching special teams or why, because he coached special teams, he can now coach the defensive line. I don't get that. And I even, mean, you know what, I don't know if I, this guy uh, doesn't get mentioned enough, David Culley. Uh, What's well, he really done to, to develop wide receivers? I mean, Deshaun Jackson had a good year. What's your take on him? Is he just, I mean, have is, you it, seen is anybody it the talent or is it him or both? Have you seen anybody get noticeably, noticeably better? No, and that's why I'm wondering. You know, Billy McMullen probably just can't play. He can't play. Yeah. But you, you do see some improvements, but you, you, it's a very difficult thing to know what is talent and hard work on the players' end and what is the coaching. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You know, I'm looking at uh, Rory Seacrest here, and I, I see, you know, his fourth season in the Philadelphia. Okay. All right. Here's what he did. Okay. Again, his coaching career as a student assistant at Alabama in 1994. And that's probably the best thing he's ever done. Okay. <laughs> Elevated to graduate assistant at Alabama in 1996. 1997 to 1998, he was at Auburn. While at Auburn, Seagrass worked with defensive line coach Pete Jenkins. Okay. All right. That's his. Okay. You know, he then spent three seasons at Southeast Missouri State. Now, right now, once you told me you was he, he, 1999, 2000, 2001. Now, right there, I'm going like, what? Now, now. I don't even know what conference they're in. Now, okay, now, now after that, where do you think he went to? He went to Samford. I'm not saying Stanford. No, Samford. Sam, S-A-M-F-O-R-D. Okay, he was at Southeast Missouri State and at Samford. And, you know, so I see how he got the job. He got, he got in here because of Pete Jenkins. Right. That's how he got in here. Now, you tell me what he has done. I don't know. And, gee, this is another thing I wanted to bring up with you also. Yeah. What's your take on, as far as a new special teams coach, there's a whole new role I, I like here him. as I like far him. as the wedge. They need somebody in here. I, I really think a big advantage is going to be in coaching in special teams this year because it's entirely new to everybody. Well, well this, guy, rules. this guy seems a lot sharper. He's a special team coach. Uh, I think his resume is better than uh, – uh, than, than Seacrest's, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I think, I think um, let me see, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Because what, what's uh, the rule they, they, they did with the, the wedge? You can't do the traditional wedge anymore. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you, and, and they've been working on that. Um, let's see, Dasher, uh, Dasher Ted Day, uh, Dasher. Right. Uh, is in his second stint with Philadelphia. Uh, okay, he's 53. Okay, um most recently spent two seasons as special teams coordinator in Cleveland. That's not... <laughs> That's actually G, though. Brown's they got the best special teams wait, 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 football wait, 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 Josh Cribbs. Browns boasted three pro bowlers. The kicker, Phil Dawson. Yep. Uh, long snapper, Ryan Ponderbrand. And, and Josh Cribbs. And Joshua Cribbs. So that, 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 that's a plus. Josh Cribbs is the best special teams player in football. Yep, yep. But anyway, that's going to that's gonna do it for us. I, uh, All right. Congratulations again, Micah, on your... Uh, uh, engagement and um, you know uh, we'll be looking for the uh, the other announcements some dates and that sort of thing but hey we'll see you at the wedding that's right I will be there oh that's will, gee we'd love to have you brother I will be there I just bring uh you know about 30 40 people but anyway no <laughs> bring them hey real hungry you know and and, uh, and alcoholics too they like to drink <laughs> open bar <laughs> I'm just kidding but that's gonna do it uh, we appreciate you joining us for G cop in the house uh, I'll talk to you soon all right, Jay.
Time to break the huddle. We'll be back again next Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for another edition of G Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and Micah Warren. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.